with a lot of books, but it don't matter because I have established myself as the original game. Not the original prankster. I don't rap about it. I don't sing about it. I don't dance about it. This is what I do. As who's your next partner? I don't care about no partner because I'm me. I do my thing. I get my done. You know what I'm saying? Because I am the original gangster. What up, some wrestling? You like this Nakamura shirt? Where'd you get it from? Uh, what's this dude's name on Twitter? Um, it's like one, two, three pins or some shit like that. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure I'll look it up. And uh, out. yeah, I did like a little like I guess like fire sale or something. So I got some pins, and then uh. I had got like the mystery t-shirts. Uh -huh. I was like just two because I, I don't know. It was like five bucks. Um, so I got this, and then there's a Nia Jax t-shirt he did, and then he gave me some sick pens. I I have picked an Oscar pen, but I don't actually know where I put it, so it's gone now. Shame on you. Hey yo, fucking uh, the shop has the um, yeah, I mean, the Bray Wyatt mask. Shane, Shane McMahon as a jump man. Why is Shane McMahon being a jump man? That's that's on brand for him though. And too sweet one. That's very that? on brand. That's very on brand. And then uh, Heart Foundation. I think it's Paul Dog though. What about the shop? The shop. Uh, I saw on Instagram the other day. They put up some fucking uh, Bray Wyatt shit. And when they when the Fiend first like debuted and shit, they had this bullshit ass uh, play mask, and it was terrible and a like horrible replica of his actual mask but uh, uh -huh. the other day i saw that they put out a real replica mask and i'm thinking about buying it it's 200 dollars though sick of mode. it's very uh very real i really want it but it's like no. I, I i can't afford to uh spend it spend any more money i spent enough money all the money i've spent has been something that I can expense. I mean, mind you, I just bought me a sixty-dollar water bottle. Big money. I just got the fives today. The fives? Yeah, the fives. The uh, I'm not a. I'm. I am not a fives fan. I only I bought it because I needed a white pair. As much as I hate white shoes. Like, I really just wanted that pair. You can go good with a good white pair. So, I like, uh, you can go good with a white gum bottom pair. I like gum I bottoms. I like gum bottom kicks. I don't know anything about gum bottom. I just know I, I see a shoe, it looks cool, and I'm about it. That's, that's very much me, too. Gum bottom's just the, it's like a brown, brownish bottom. That's all it is. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I'm about some fucking Vapor Maxes. Like I want every colorway in the Vapor Maxes. I know what I want. I want this. Uh, they're actually doing a uh, self-lacing Air Max. I want that. The fuck do you think you, Marty McFly? No, I'm black. Self-lacing pair. It's like it's like it's like four hundred bucks. But I want it, and I'm gonna see. You got four hundred bucks to spend on a pair of shoes. That's uh, that's outrageous. That's big money if, right there. If you save. Okay, my brother. I don't have time to save. I got shit to I, do. I got kids to pay for. I got moves to make. So I don't have time to be sitting up here saving fucking money. 
It's a good concept, in theory. I need Trump to send me another check. Send me another one of those Mark Calloway checks. He sent me a letter. You, everybody got a letter. If you got the, uh, if you got the check, you got a letter. Like three weeks after I already got the money, though. What the fuck? Yeah, mine's in the mailbox right now. And the, first of all, the letter looks like shit. Mine's is in a mailbox. I'm not opening it because for what? There's really no need to. But anyway, I guess this would be a good time to uh, open this shit up. All right. Welcome to the Undisputed Hater podcast with Coach and Doug. We are back after uh, a week hiatus. We had some uh, personal things going on, some uh, life things, you know, pandemic, quarantine things going on but we're back we're happy to be back um yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode we got a lot to talk about i think i'm not really sure kind of fucking winging it right now but uh yeah doug how you doing today brother i'm good i'm good uh it's the rock's birthday so it is the rock's birthday uh, first things first. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. I don't know why everyone's been saying that this week, but it's, it, it's natural. But uh, yeah, it's the GOAT's uh, birthday today. He's um, not the GOAT, but all right. Either, first of all, first of all, listen, I'm talking. You asked me how I'm doing? I'm My bad, bro. Right here. My bad. So, anyway, it's the GOAT's birthday, okay? Um, it is People's Champ. Uh, an icon, a pioneer in this industry, uh, multiple time WWE champion, intercontinental champion, tag team champion, uh, just natural born killer, made his way onto Hollywood, big movies. Uh, Miss is 48. Now we're drinking his tequila. Um, so, Happy birthday to the rock, you know. You're drinking his tequila. How is it? Is it good? Uh Terramana, it's my man hasn't missed. Uh we got um we got I got some on my monitor. Uh it's like back background visuals. I got uh, some rock matches up. I'm currently watching image of party. That's it. Okay, okay. Um, I think I'm doing okay. I mean I can't really complain. Um it's been a uh regular week. I want to say, I haven't done shit. I spent too much money. I bought shoes. I bought a new gaming monitor. My accounts are looking pretty good, but I'm just spending way too much money. I need to uh, be able to do something. I literally go outside and go for a drive damn near every day just to not go crazy. But uh, all is well on my end. Kids are good. Family's good. I really can't complain. Um, But, you know, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Before we get into it. Okay. I have to ask you a crucial rock question. Okay. What's his best gimmick? Hollywood rock. There's really no other answer. Wow. I'm glad I don't have to leave this podcast. Okay, let's get the ball rolling. There's really no other answer. Like, Hollywood rock is... He's up there. He's up there. He's clearly the best rock gimmick, but he's up there in, in terms of character, personality, and, you know, just time frame. Uh, Hollywood Rock was just one of those guys. It was a nice little run. His theme song was fire too. It's the best rock theme song. Very good. Um, but we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, it's been a very um, troubling week 
troubling week all around. Two weeks? One week, two weeks, whatever. I forgot. We did skip last week. See how fast I forget? But uh, it's been a troubling couple of weeks um, with uh, men and women. And what I mean uh, by men and women is men not being able to control themselves. All right. So uh, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, whenever, um, WWE superstar Velveteen Dream, um, there were some allegations put out that he had been sending you know, explicit photos and messages to underage young ladies. And that's a problem. Okay. That's a problem. There's also been, I'm not going to give that, you know, give that brand any uh, time by name on this podcast, but there were also other allegations that I'm sure everybody has seen from a particular uh, drink party to where a young man was, uh, sexually harassing, sexually assaulting, and was also accused of uh, raping women as well. And both of these, both of these, all of these topics are a no-go. We don't do that shit. We don't do that. We don't, we don't uh, prey on young ladies. We don't prey on women. We don't, we don't prey on, on anybody. But as men, we need to understand what consent is. We, we need to understand what the the age appropriateness is we need to understand these things because this shit is disgusting. I am very appalled by the actions of one Velveteen dream, whether he did it or whether he did not. The fact that there are allegations out there is pretty disturbing. Like I'm, I'm not pleased by this. I'm not pleased. He made a comment about, uh, you know, he was hacked and somebody got the photo and voice note or whatever illegally, but I'm not pleased by this. Doug, please, um, just help me out. Help me out. Help me out because this Motherfuckers is- are gross. Please stop being gross. Stop doing any of this. If you go to a party, please be regular, right? Like, I learned a few years ago uh, a female friend of mine Gave me a compliment that I, at the time, didn't realize how important it is. And like, but as time goes on, I realized it. And she was like, "You, it's easy to hang out with you because like I feel safe." I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I didn't think about that. Right. Or, um, but little things like that, right? Like people just want to go to a party. They don't expect people to do what he was doing and what is alleged. And and in the words of Fifty Cent from Power, he did that shit. Um, like people just want to have a good time, right? And Velveteen, um, it it's like that LeBron clip where he's just like, "What the fuck?" Right. Uh, and it's also like, uh, like not you, like like we believed in you, like this was our guy, and to hear that, it's just like, even even in I hear there's a voice note and there's mad shit, and. Even if for some reason, somehow this comes out to not be true, there's still probably a conversation about some shit. Because like, I also hear that he's he's had some incidents before. Huh? Uh, I've heard I've heard he had some incidents before, not necessarily tied to this, but just in general, right. he's he's like he's going, he'd be going so good, and then something will happen, and he'll just he'll like fuck himself over. Um, 
but yeah, let's. This is I don't know. Thing. I don't know how else to say. Just like, please be regular. I I think that a lot of these guys they don't know what the fuck regular is. I don't know if they weren't raised right. I don't know if they had the wrong people around them. But it doesn't take much common sense to simply deal with somebody that's your age and treat women right. Make them feel a certain way. Because if you... you, I think that a lot of guys don't understand how to... How to deal with rejection. They don't they don't know how to deal with, the, with rejection. They don't know how to talk to women that can be perceived as out of their league. And I think that's what a lot of this boils down to. They don't know how to get their shit pinned up against the backboard and fucking get back on defense and move on to the next play. Like a lot of these guys, they go out here and they want to talk to these women and they think they're hot shit, but they can't, they don't know how to chill out and just, you know, they don't know how to talk to women. They don't know how to deal with women. They don't know how to, they don't respect women. That's that's what a lot of this boils down to. They don't respect women, whether it be, um, you know, 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 20-year-old, 30-year-old, whatever. They don't know how to respect women. Like, and this shit is disgusting. It does not take much effort to simply make a woman feel safe, to make a woman feel like she's a woman, like she's a person. But no, you're looking at her as a piece of meat, as something that you can conquer. And you think that your status somehow gives you a a leg up or puts you on this pedestal to where you can do whatever you want to women just because you're semi-famous or whatever the hell you are. No, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. You need to understand that these are people. These are women. They they stand alone. They don't need you. If you feel as though you have to force yourself upon a woman or you have to coerce her, then you're a piece of shit. And we don't fuck with you. Like, that's what this, this comes down to. Like, you are a piece of shit if you simply cannot treat women as they deserve to be treated. If you can't simply talk to a woman and make her feel as though she's loved, make her feel as though she's respected, make her feel as though she's a woman. Not for what she can do for you, but just off the fact that she is who she is without you. Like, this whole scenario, these scenarios are fucking disgusting. I'm very disappointed in Velveteen Dream. Very disappointed. Because like you said, he was, you know, he was the guy, right? And even if it comes out that, you know, these allegations didn't amount to anything, they're still out there. So how do you, like, how do you move past that is my question. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Personally, also, like, with the whole pose and shit, like one of my no, like, you said the name no, fuck him. Oh, no, because this this is this is personal. Like, I feel that one of my person, one of my bucket lists is to get a is to get a photo with Hove, and that's basically done now. Because like he ain't gonna just take photos with anybody anymore. Because nah. you don't know, you don't know, and not how am I gonna get my photo with Hove? Hove, if you're listening, please give my dog dog uh, Doug a photo whenever you see him. He's a good guy. But nah, this shit is really, it's really crazy. Like, Palooza is, and it it wasn't just the fact that it was one person. It's coming out now that all of them have some dirt. All of them have some shit going on. Like, that is disgusting. And for a team that, that so-called was family this and family that, 
I get the whole, oh, well, it's possible that they didn't know. But no, I don't get it. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Please ex explain. G give me give me some insight on how that's possible. Because if you if you personally are out here wilding out, I'm going to know because I can see how you move. I can see how you move. I can see the vibes. It's... It, it's two things. I think one of them, it depends on, I think, because, like, I, I have friends in, like, different crews, per se, right? But, like, just because you're all in the same crew does mm -hmm. not mean by any means that you are all equally close to one another. I get that. So it is easy for someone, for all of them to be cool with this person, but you can pretty much rank them on who's closest to him, right? Yeah. And I think you've kind of seen that because the one person that has actually been outspoken about it, that is a part of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I never listened I never listened to that podcast, but I was like, you know what? Let me hear this shit. He, he said it. He was like, yo, you see me in photos with this man. You see that we're best friends. There, you, there's no way I couldn't not speak on it more than just a tweet um and to his point he was like he's like i've never been to this guy's house but in his his way of saying it was like when i go out with them i'm usually the first one to leave so if there's one thing in a lot of the stories that i at least from my perspective that i saw the dude wasn't doing anything or acting out of character until he was in the car. Because a lot of the stories that I read involved like, oh, we went out and then we got into the car and then we went to the crib, right? Mm -hmm. But the way that, from the stories that I've at least seen, it was, the shit got out of hand when they're in the car. Or like, when they're alone and no one sees it. And like, I think someone tried to, someone mentioned to me that like, well, like, you guys are boys, so, like, what are you telling your friend? And I'm like, he's not going to tell his boy, yo, I got into the whip with Shorty, tried to pull up on her. She wasn't feeling it, so I just, like, forced it. And I was like, ah, whatever. And when I get back to the crib, she went to sleep, and then I just, like, pulled up again, and then she was just, she she wasn't with it, but, like, I took care of that. Like, he's not going to say that, right? Right. He's going to say, yo, she came over, and, like, fuck, that's it. So, like, I can see why someone can say I didn't know this person was like that in that sense because nine nine times out of ten and this is why I think people have trouble with this same as me like nine times out of ten when someone's doing that they do it in public too in some way shape or form right right so there are probably signs of like hey you might be doing too much but I think from probably from what they were thinking compared to what it turns out he was doing are two different worlds. But yeah. it also could be that when he was, when he was acting like this, because at least I don't know what you saw, but at least from the stories, the stories didn't involve like, Oh, they were all around. Now there was one story that I saw that involved them being around, but it wasn't about him. It's about someone else. <laughs> Oh, it's about I know who I know what you're talking about. You're yeah, talking about, yeah. That, that one is different because that one 
the she said this All was in front of your homies, mm-hmm. right? Right. So like, ah, you can't defend that one. Uh, I also think it's telling that, and I think that's the thing I'm finding funny is they are preaching this whole family thing, and they've been eerily quiet. Like, and and I think it's a thing in social media where like the people who are social who are very active on that platform are suddenly not saying anything, mm-hmm. mind you. They'll come out and say this person's not my friend, but they'll affiliate with him. But like under underlying of taking this of this guy being ousted, people are attacking them as well. Right. And now it's my former. So the guy that you're talking about, he actually uh fuck it. Cam locked his tweets. And that shit was telling to me. That shit was telling to me. Because you're you're on Twitter, you make all these tweets about um, you know, money this or fake deep this or you have all this social commentary and you've never locked your tweets before. But now that all this shit is coming out, now all of a sudden your tweets are protected. Why? Like, why do you feel they need to hide, hide behind protected tweets now? Like, if you have these things coming out against you, why can't you stand up and, and say something about it? Like, it's not, it, it's baffling to me. It is truly baffling to me that all of this can go on and niggas just want to turn a blind eye to it. Like, why do you think it's okay to take a young lady's top down in public? Why do you think it's okay to coerce a woman? Why do you think it's okay to make a woman do something that she doesn't want to do? Like, that's not okay. It is not okay. And you need to learn some fucking self-control. You need to learn how to fucking be a man. You need to learn how to take rejection. If a woman says fucking no, that means no. There's no, oh, no, but. There's no, no, possibly something else. No means no. And it's that fucking simple. If she doesn't want to do something, don't make her fucking do it. Don't make her feel like she has to do something. Don't make a woman feel like, oh, if I don't have sex with him, I'm not going to get this, that, and the third. That's fucking whack. You're a cornball for that. You're a fucking cornball. Like, you're a cornball, you're a bitch, you're a piece of shit, and you need to get faded. Like, you need to get your shit ran. A lot of these niggas have no oh, ass whooped. That's, that's intense. Those Bro, they, <laughs> friends, I'm saying, though. Like, like friends, I, is, I, friends, is, friends is loose, bro. Like, I, I know I, them. I, I, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. If I went off of social media interactions, I would think y'all were the homies. We that, were cool at one point in time. Like, I was cool with a lot of those guys at one point in time. I was going to all the events, right? I would go to two, three events a year, talk to them beforehand, chop it up, all types of shit. But none of that means anything right now. It means nothing. Because if you come out and you're doing this to women, I can't fuck with you. I can't. I have women in my life that I care about, right? And I can only imagine if if, if that happened to one of them, right? I, I want to cut, cut you off just for that. just not not because you're wrong, right? But I, mm-hmm. it is, and it's not going to happen to you, so I don't have to worry about it. Thank God. Um, yo, it is wild how many people I saw that would say that line of, I have a lot of women in my life, uh, 
that I care for and that I respect. And then as soon as that tweet would be posted, a flock of people being like, oh, word, tell me about this incident. And I'm just sitting here like watching it, watching it. Because the here's the one, my one criticism that I've seen. I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, if you, how could you be around these people? And uh, people, there are tons of people who are not saying anything. And I'm like, this is a crew of people that gave us like the biggest party in New York City and they took it across the country, right? Cool, great. They're from New York City. This city ain't big. The same people who are calling them out and then calling out them for being silent are the same people that if I, it's 68 degrees in New York right now. If I went out tonight, I could find those same people all together at three spots across LES. Agreed. And it's just like, so I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, like you guys support each other. And like now all of a sudden you are not, you're making it seem like you never knew these people. And not even never knew these people, but like I never fucked with them before. And it's like, wait, that's a that's a lie. Nah, that's see, that's uh, the type of stance I don't fuck with. And it, it there is a lot of like I don't know, throwing stones at the glass house per se or some shit like that. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people love to throw throw their stones, you know, when they live in a glass house. But it's yeah. just like I like like you said, I was cool with these folks. I knew them personally. I hung out with them. You know, I supported them down to the T, down to the dollar. When they had when they had these events, I'm normally the first one there, chopping it up with them, having conversations with them. But now as a almost thirty year old, seeing this shit come out, that has no place for me in my life. I can't get down with you like that. I can't get I can't get jiggy with that. It it does not fly with me that you would do something like this to a species that already has enough going on. Women already deal with enough shit. They already deal with enough. And this, what's really saddening to me is that these are the same folks who, oh, I defend and support black women this, black women that, women this, women that. But then you're going out here and you're moving crazy. You're moving wild. For what, bro? Sex is not... Sex is cool. Sex is cool. Don't don't get me wrong. Sex is fire. Yeah, nigga, you got six. Yes, I have six kids, so trust me. Sex is fire. But it's never to the point to where I'm going to, you know, try to make a woman feel uncomfortable or force myself on her just so I can get some. Like, bro, no. That's not it. It's not it at all. It's not cool. It's not the wave. I'm not going to, you know, wild out and disrespect a woman, period, in that manner. In any manner that I can that I can prevent, to be honest with you, I'm not gonna say I'm, you know, this perfect human being and say that I've never, you know, done a woman wrong. That that be you know that be a lie. But I'm not. There there are certain things that you just should know to never do. Nobody's perfect. But on the same token, you don't go out here and you don't force a woman to do things sexually. You don't force a woman to do anything. You don't make a woman feel unsafe you do everything in your power as the man 
to make a woman feel safe. Like there's certain things that you can do that you should do as a man to make a woman feel safe. And these niggas didn't do that. They're disgusting. That's nasty. That's nasty. Like it does not take a lot of effort to to care about a woman. I'm gonna continually say that. It does not take a lot of effort to simply make sure a woman's okay. All of the women that I've encountered, I'm pretty sure I can say this with full confidence. They can say that I've I've made them, you know, feel safe and feel protected, you know, in any social event that we go to together because I care. Not just about, you know, myself, but about them because I understand how it is. I've I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it firsthand how niggas act when when we're out in public and how niggas act. I know I know how it is. Me and my best friend went out once and niggas was wilding out trying to, you know, just, just bogart her and do all this other shit. I'm like, nah, bro, chill out. Relax. But niggas don't know how to act. They do not know how to act. Men seem to think that because they're they're men or they're um you know, the quote unquote superior species or whatever the case. Men think that because patriarchy is how this country is run that, that that's okay. And it's not. It's fucked up. Before we move on, before we move on, I will just say the other thing I'm not going to be here for is this whole thing of like all black men, we have to do better. And we, I think it, what, I don't forgot what this guy's Twitter name is. It's like the David T something. Yes, the light skinned fellow. Yes. And he said, men, you have to, ex- all men, you have to accept that you've done something wrong. And I was like, wait, 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 wait time out. Uh, I appreciate you outing yourself, but speak for yourself, right? I, like, don't. This is not. This is not time. This is not the time for anyone to try to do any of that type of shit. Like, how are you gonna say all of you have done something wrong? No, fuck no. Nah. All right, but that's it. That's just it. All right, Wrestling. it doesn't. It don't work like that. He's a cornball for that. And what me, I can understand where he's coming from on that aspect. I, I'm a, I'm the type of person that, you know, I hear everybody out and I hear all opinions and viewpoints because that, that enables me to get a better understanding of the world and life in general. But no, nah, don't generalize everybody. If you have personally made, you know, a woman feel uncomfortable, then speak for yourself. But don't say all men because that's not true. All men haven't done this. All women haven't done this. You can't generalize that statement like that. But what else, bro? Live your life. Um, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end this topic with uh, with this. Velveteen Dream. If he did, you know, send inappropriate messages to minors, he needs to fucking die. He needs to fucking die. Yes, I'm. I'm going. I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm, do, you think, I have, do you think if it if it comes out that he's that this actually happened, um, you think he's gone? You think WWE cuts him right? He's I, fucking I, out of here. He's out of there. Yeah, he's fucking out of there. He's out of there everywhere, and it's gonna be hard for him to do anything going forward. Like it's no, just no, just no. Like I can only imagine. I can only imagine how I would feel if you know, somebody older than what they need to be talks to my daughter and sends my daughters that shit. Like, it's it's smoke. I'm, it's no questions asked. 
None. So, so, segueing into wrestling now. Um, I didn't. Wa- I didn't see the full episode of NXT, but I did see that they are doing next week. It is at least now billed as Cole versus Dream for the belt. So, I don't recall. I know Raw and SmackDown were getting taped. I don't know what they were doing with NXT. All of the I... episodes are taped in advance. Like I saw something uh, last week, week before last, to where they're taping like two weeks ahead, and then they come yeah. in and take two weeks ahead. And I think they're doing that for all of them. So, so we uh, shall we shall see where they go with that. Um, but do you? I wonder. Because I think I, it's kind of interesting to see that I didn't even realize that NXT also has to scramble because it came to my attention that assuming there was no quarantine and everything, we were supposed to be getting uh, Finn versus Walter. Yes. And now that we basically have scrapped that. So, and at first it looked like they were going to try to continue it, but I don't see how they really do that. So. Do you, if you don't do, if you don't do Dream versus versus Cole. Do you run back Finn? I think so. I mean, because Finn and you know Dream had their uh, interaction a couple weeks ago. So I mean, there's those seeds that have been planted to where Finn can say he's a number one contender or whatever the case is. But like you said, this this quarantine is really thrown a lot into flux and that's why we're seeing that's why we're seeing a lot of the shit that we're seeing we're seeing the same guys get squashed every fucking week the same black guys i want to add the same like two or three black guys that we get their ass kicked for weeks like it's just crazy at, at least it's not uh alistair beating up on the negroes again so i did hey yo yeah, you, mentioned, gotta, you mentioned that and I, I noticed that i was like damn that's crazy uh they gotta do something because Raw looking, the roster's looking. Oof. The whole, I, and that's the thing. The whole, show, all the shows are to me right now. Since Mania, they're all they all have been background music. All yeah, there's nothing. Music. There's nothing. There's nothing. Mind you, though, I think I think SmackDown has been more entertaining. Uh, Raw isn't maybe because they they try to be such different shows that. You, you can't expect them to be the same, but I think they should kind of operate the same because SmackDown, they're letting the women run. Like, yeah. all of them. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, yo, women, y'all wanted time? Cool, pull up. Y'all gotta get time. Because we ain't got Roman, Braun, and Bray. Cool. Outside of that, Nakamura and Cesaro are just the goons. Daniel Bryan wants to be in this play in the sand with Drew Gulak for the rest of his contract. Um <laughs> So there's not much going on there. So let the women run this, and they're doing that, right? It's Tamina and Bailey, and a little bit of Sasha. You got Money in the Bank, but then you got Sonya and Mandy and their shit. Uh, the tag champs are on there, and you got like random pairings like uh, like Carmella and Dana Brooke popping up and be like, "Let's be a tag team, girlfriend," and they're like, "Yeah, woman power." Uh, so like now they're challenging, but then like on Raw, it's like it's Drew, 
they let Drew curse. Do you? Are you? I I saw this a lot. If we did have a crowd, mm-hmm. would they be over Drew by now? Yes. And if we were getting Seth versus Drew, who would they be cheering for? Seth Rollins. Okay. My is, I don't have an issue with Drew as champ. But I think that he is running into the the post-Brock issue that a lot of guys run into. It's like when you face Brock and, you know, you end up either beating him or losing him. It's like, where do you go from there? They built up Drew to where he would be this credible challenger and he'd be this credible champion. But that was before all of this quarantine shit happened. So he had the crowd behind him. He had the reactions. Now, with no crowd, no reactions, it's like, what are you doing? Who are you catering to? Nobody, like, nobody's there, so nobody's cheering for you. But if you look at all of the, you know, interactions on social media and stuff, people really love Seth Rollins because... Heel Seth Rollins is the best. Everybody understands this. Everybody knows this. And with the gimmick that Seth is running now, it's way better than what Drew could ever be. Drew, to me, while he has the he has a personality and he has charisma to run as a face, I never thought that he should run a prolonged uh, run as a face because it's just not going to work. He's too big, he's too burly, he's too intimidating to be this goofy, witty, you know, lovable face guy. That's not him. He's not one of those guys. So when we have a Drew and we have a Seth, I don't think that I don't think that if we had had a crowd, you'd hear, you know, more true more cheers for Drew than you would for Seth. Because Seth is so loved as a heel. Like everybody knows that. I guess. But then also like we were at this last year, right? They loved Seth and then they just started hating Seth and then Seth turned heel. Because Seth is a goober as a face. The same way the Drew is. Right, but the no, no, but also yes. they were just in their feelings because they didn't start hating Seth until Seth started talking. Drew? Look no, at Drew. No, 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 I didn't know. Not promo. Not promo. The whole AEW shit before SummerSlam. That's when uh, they started turning on Okay. Right. I hear you. But also, at the same time, every time someone wins the belt, it's the same thing. They love him for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, that becomes stale. And then the next person that's challenging up is like, Oh, we kind of want to match champ. The only person that really didn't get that was Kofi, when they were giving him lame ducks. They gave him Dolph. We don't want Dolph as champ, right? People wanted KO to be champ. People wanted Randy, kind of, right? Like it has. What does Randy have over here? I mean, it is here too, but like, but then Kofi loses it to Brock in five seconds, and people are upset. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. That's just on me. Speaking of, I agree. That Cain Velasquez got released. And that doesn't mean much. I know. They can always bring him back. Like, a lot of people are getting cut right now, and it's, I mean, it's the nature of the beast. Like, they can't afford to 
pay people if you're just sitting at home. Like, I'm not going to pay you however much I'm paying you to sit at home. Like, and what I've noticed in the, uh, in the group meeting, a couple of the guys have brought up, they were like, a lot of these wrestlers are saying how they're so happy. Why are you happy to be being released now? It's not like you're going to go out and get new work. As the greatest rapper to exist once said, we don't believe you. You need more people. I'm sorry. You, I got a hard time. You know what? If they saying that, then they probably think they can just go to work, right? Those are probably the same people that are probably not respecting the pandemic. So you know what? Maybe there's a reason WWE released them. Uh, but these are the same... You gotta. You, you mean to tell me that if I was making what six figures? Most of them are making five figures, six figures, making way more mm-hmm. than me, right? They're making good money. WWE takes care of them, flights, whatever. And then during a pandemic, I can't work, and I'm sitting at home collecting the bag, and you release me, and I'm happy. Nah, what? ain't no fucking way. You can't even go anywhere to work. Unless you're the type that is not respecting what it is that we do with this pandemic and social distancing and stuff, but you can't just go out and work all willy nilly. So I think it's I think it's just they're lying. You, but you can't say. But you also, I guess, to their credit, you can't say, "Oh, I'm I'm sad," right? Right. Just don't say anything at all. She just be I like mean, life is life, such as life. It's just stupid to think that you can go in here and say, "Oh, I, I'm grateful or I'm happy about not being able to work there, blah, 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 whatever the case is." And it's like, bro, you know you're lying. And to to circle back to uh, the whole turning on Seth and Drew and all this other shit, I've said this before, but I'm of the firm belief that we are in an era now where title needs to have a hot potato aspect to it there are too many people who are too talented who are main event stars who don't get those runs and why not give it to them now because we're still not gonna watch bro wait that's some like your thing that you want they should just hold that until we get a crowd back but for now bring back the championship scramble the the champion should just be someone that can keep me invested on TV. Does Braun Strowman keep you invested on TV? No. I haven't watched SmackDown in weeks. I watch highlights. I'm all about Braun being champion, but I think now was a really bad time for him. He's caught a lot of bad breaks. Like a lot of... That's what happens when you live off of Roman's unfortunate circumstances. Wow, that's what we're doing. That is All what right, we're doing. Great. So moving on. No, 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 moving no. On. Run that. Run that back. Run that back. What do you mean, Roman's unfortunate circumstances? The man is champion because Roman decided to take one for the team. Decided not to take one for the team. He did what was in the best interest of Roman. That's why Braun is champion. What more can I say? That's whack. It I just can't seems, believe you it have seems that like, It seems like every time something happens to Roman or Roman can't do something, Braun just happens to be there. 
like let's because let's keep it on let's keep it real right if roman decides to go through with mania Braun's not even on the fucking card i agree my man was not on the card until a week before me i mean that's not because there wasn't no battle royal happening you're right. He was not Intercontinental Champion. You already had an Intercontinental Championship match, right? So, mm-hmm. what exactly was Braun going to be doing for WrestleMania? Absolutely nothing, right? Couldn't host it. That's what fucking Gronk was there for. Gronk even had a championship. Like, we almost went to a WrestleMania where Braun Strowman was not going to be on the card. But Rob Gronkowski was out here winning 24-7 championships. And I need someone to make sense of that to me. And you mean to tell me that this is something that he deserved? No, when he was flipping over ambulance trucks, yeah, we was all with it, right? He was with the shits. Probably should have given that to him now, right? But every time he gets there, he drops the bag. He fucked around. I don't know why Brock don't fuck with him, but you need to know what? If Brock don't fuck with you, then there's, there's that's... That's all I need to know, okay? Because my Brock, my Brock Lesnar is a giving champion, okay? That's very true. He has given us an incredible run, okay? Samoa Joe was fire. Finn was fire. AJ was fire. Daniel Bryan was fire. Roman was fire. Seth was fire. Dean and, but Dean's also, and, you know, Punk was fire. (laughs) Cena was fire, right? But Braun? Want to punch my man during a match and think Brock not going to respond? Yeah, there's a reason Brock issues you to fade, okay? That's a very iconic punch right there. So That's a very iconic punch. I'm all for Brock. I'm all for Braun having his run right now. But congratulations, okay? But it ain't, it ain't for me. I'm just glad he gets that accolade. This gives me hope that people like Cesaro get their run. That the Nakamura's get their run. I hope they all get their run. Do we think that, okay, so with uh, Braun and Bray fighting at Money in the Bank, first of all, do you think it's interesting that there's Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend? That's how you make sure that uh, Braun's not a one-month champion. That's all it is. I I can see that. I can see that because if they – it the story doesn't go deep enough to where it re- really requires the fiend, but it's kind of crazy even even though Goldberg beat the fiend, but right Goldberg beat the fiend right. Uh, yeah, I get it. Uh yeah, I mean, we will never really know why Goldberg did it outside of if it's true that Goldberg legit said I can't lose to this guy because I'm a superhero. <laughs> which, which Bro, thing. if that's the if that's true, if, that's if that true. ever comes out as true, I'm gonna be so pissed. But outside of that, uh I can see yeah, like the fiend has to finish Braun. There's like he has to get to Bray to have the fiend handle the work. It's like Miz, Miz never got the fiend, right? He just got Bray. Nah, he got Bray, which was <laughs> which was very fire. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I've always I've always held the stance that when Bray Wyatt reintroduced itself, right, as this Firefly Funhouse character, and then he ended up introducing the fiend, 
Um, you know, he had wide Jim Bray as well. I was always of the mindset that he has three characters that he can play with. I don't know why they don't show Wyatt Jim Bray like they did in uh, the Firefly Funhouse match in Mania. But I think that's an interesting wrinkle that they can throw in there at some point. But I do know and I do understand why The Fiend isn't, um, you know, needed for this match at Money in the Bank. Because Braun's a transitional champ. We look down on those uh, transitional champs, but fuck it. I mean, he got he got the belt. It is what it is. We don't look down on them, but he's not I really transitional. He just he wasn't supposed to be here, <laughs> which makes him transitional because he's only like you say he's a. I'm not agreeing. But with I him. also I I also think that uh, there's this thing as I don't really I don't like the idea of Bray as champion because I think the key to Bray and the Fiend staying over is less is more. So, like, the Fiend only works right now because if you've out... Outside of Goldberg. <laughs> but every... <laughs> he really... He really I think it really lost to Goldberg. I'm sorry. To fucking Goldberg, bro. To it fucking Goldberg. Saudi Arabia. This nigga lost to Goldberg. Like, I still haven't watched it. Anyway, but every every story that the Fiend has been involved in has a backstory. Right. The Roman one is gonna be fine. I just know. So I'm cool. But after Roman. There's not going to be much. He's got Triple H. Maybe he's got Undertaker if they ever run with that. Um, I agree. Those are those are three that I can get behind. Those are three that I can get behind. But, you well, can stretch those out a bit. You can stretch them out, but uh, as long the Fiend only really works if the Fiend has had history with you. Um. But I'm not surprised because I think months ago, when the Fiend was champion, they were doing Braun versus Fiend matches. Um, on on uh, what house shows and shit, right? On house shows. Uh, so like, I'm with it. I just I feel like I when the Fiend shows up, I need to know that business has picked up. And if he's there all the time, he mm-hmm. like it's Brock. It's Brock. It's left, right. I need to know that, all right, here's the bag, Fiend, let's go to work, right? So if he's champ, it don't really work like that. But I do like, and I, I think people were just over it, but I do like the Fiend picking the champion. But when you're champion, that doesn't make sense. I think that when the Fiend inevitably shows up again, and whenever Roman comes back to work, whenever they have their feud, I need the Fiend to beat Roman that first time. Why do I say that? Because of that fucking Goldberg match. Because of that goddamn Goldberg match. It didn't ruin the Fiend, obviously, right? It didn't ruin Bray Wyatt. But in order to restore that bit of legitimacy that was taken away from uh, Bray and the Fiend, you need to have him beat Roman that first time. You need to have Roman 
conquered something again because everybody knows who Roman is. Everybody knows. But the fact that it took, what, three fucking spears and a half-ass jackhammer to beat the Fiend, it's kind of wild. So you need to have the Fiend um, win that first match with Roman. Then you can do whatever. I'm always going to support the Fiend because I think it's one of the coolest gimmicks I've seen in years. Like, that shit is fire. That shit is fire. I can't speak for anybody else, but I fucking love it. Sorry, that my facial reaction wasn't to you. It was to the fact that Hulk Hogan showed up on my TV. Yo, fuck Hulk Hogan always and forever. Yeah. Just I, so, you, hey. What? I was going to ask you. Um, so, yesterday, um, they had mentioned, I forgot who the fuck was giving this promo. I think it was Daniel Bryan. He was giving a promo about the Money in the Bank matches, and he said something to where it alluded to uh, the Money in the Bank men's and women's matches running together, and then they tweeted, WWE tweeted, that they actually are running at the same fucking time. Like, that what makes a fuck, lot bro. of sense. <laughs> that might be very fire. That makes a lot of sense because why I, do I want to watch two people, two different groups of people run up through this building and it's like the mess that they make, they're what, going to clean it right back up again? Like mm-hmm. the, the, ah. the question is like, like, are they going to like, are they going to have alliances? Are they going to, is there going to be some type of are they going to run it uh, cinematic style? Like, there's so many possibilities that's going on right now in my head. And I'm just like, yo, this could be very fire. I will say, um, we actually do need to talk about Money in the Bank because Apollo's out. Ah, fuck that guy. Who's replacing Apollo. Ooh, well, they got a, a quote-unquote last-chance gauntlet match on Monday for that last spot. And you know me. I've already said this before. I want Edge to win it because it makes the most sense. But how likely that is, I don't know. I will say this. I did not read it. But obviously, these episodes are taped, so there are spoilers. And I did see a headline that says major star returns to raw on monday so i don't know who maybe that i don't know we shall see i i've read the same thing and i know who you're talking about i won't say it for the viewers who don't know who it is um i'm not gonna i don't know either i didn't read it i just saw the headline i didn't read it oh i i just read it like an hour before oh. we started recording this, so I know who oh. it is, but I mean, oh, never mind. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna yeah. spoil it for the folks who haven't read it or who don't know what's going on, but I will say that my hope and my dream is that it, you know, Edge finds his way into this, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. I don't really. This has a potential to be very, very great with them running at the same fucking time. Like, there's so many alliances that could happen. There's so much um, 
you know, so much chaos that could fucking happen. But are there going to be like two briefcases hanging up at the top? Are there going to be two rings? Like, these are the questions that I need answered. Like, I'm glad you told me that they're running at the same time. Uh, right? From the photo that I saw, um, I think it was it was one ring at the top and two briefcases. So, like, what if... <laughs> Yo, so that's kind of crazy, because, like, what if somebody, like, fucking Otis uh, climbs a ladder and got I mean, both I mean, briefcases? I mean, he... Then what? He he grabs both and goes. Oh right, Mandy's not in it. No, he. I mean, obviously, right. obviously, bro, you can't grab both. Um, you never know. I mean, you see crazier shit happen. That's what I'm saying. The, the men's and women's have different briefcases, so they'll know who's who. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's it's only one way to find out, bro. Tune in. I hope it's cinematic Tune style. In. I swear to God, I hope it's cinematic style. It has no other, bro. How are they not gonna film running through a building cinematic style? It has to be. Who fucking knows? Style, you know like this cinematic, yo, cinematic style is really the greatest shit that has ever happened to you. You, to you know, it's right? you know, it's cinematic style. Like you know what? You know what's gonna be crazy? You know what's gonna suck what? for WWE after all this? We're not gonna look at in ring matches the same. <laughs> <laughs> What is like? I'm supposed to get a WrestleMania now, where it was just everyone comes to the ring. Like, uh, give me something. Go outside, okay? Just regular and shit. It's right. Matches. I don't want to see a submission match. You mean cinematic Triple H, Don, Don Vito type of mob boss telling Gargano and Ciampa to finish it. Right. I I mean, absolutely. Cinematic style is very fire. Like, I'm, I'm. It sucks that we're in this, you know, quarantine and this pandemic and shit. But the fact that we got cinematic matches out of WWE right now is very great and it's very entertaining. It doesn't, um, it doesn't lessen the. Uh, I want to say it doesn't lessen the impact of the matches. It enhances them. Like it doesn't feel as goofy, and I, I think that's what's so important about them is that it's not, they're not really goofy. They're not too wacky and too, you know, too fake. They're like, they're realistic to the point where, you know, you see what the hell is going on and you understand it, but it's just shot in a different way. And I fuck with it. I don't know how many retakes a lot of this shit ha- uh, takes, but fuck it, it's fire. Like I, re- I ran back the uh, Firefly Funhouse match the other day. Really one of the greatest matches of all time. And it wasn't even a real match. No ref, no bell ring. Just straight nonsense. And it was so far. I have not watched this much old SmackDown in so long. Yo, so uh, oh, there was a... I do have a question. I do have a question. Okay. You have a question. I have a question. Questions all yeah, but I'm, I'm more important, so that's how we okay. do this. Whatever you think, bro. Uh, have you... Well, this also depends on this. Have you watched NXT? Have you watched NXT at least? Yeah, it's on TV. How do you feel about this Drake Maverick thing? I think it'll work. Yeah, but like, it's so pro wrestling. But like, damn it! Like, I the human in me feels like it's a. If it's a work, that's kind of fucked up. 
I don't think it's fucked up. I think it's interesting to say the least. But my thing is, why Drake Maverick? Like, why should I care about him? I mean, they've obviously got me invested now, and I'm fucking with it. But like, why? He he is kind of for me, kind of like Zelina in the sense of like, I yo Zelina, unblock me on Twitter and Instagram, please. If you hear this, please unblock me on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead. You don't deserve that. But anyway, wow. Um, I am not. I'm not the biggest indie wrestling person, so I haven't seen Drake Maverick's like old stuff. So you obviously know more like reading in that like these people that come in as managers can wrestle. So like kind of like with Zelina, it's like oh, I mean, I want to see them wrestle. So like that's where Drake is, I guess. They never really ended his old storylines. Like, is he still <laughs> is he still GM of Two Hundred Five Live? Like, how does this work? I haven't even. They still have that. Watched Two Hundred Five Live in months. Does anyone also realize that they've wiped the authority completely? I don't know if people have picked up on that. Who? Like, they've wiped the authority. Like, there's no, like, on-screen <laughs> general manager. And it's been like that for a minute. Oh, yeah. I, I, really I, still, about it. I don't know I why know, they like, did it. I mean, it's the same people all the time. We haven't really seen anyone since KO and Shane McMahon. And after that, it's kind of just been management says this match is happening and no one questions who management is. But it's good, though. I mean, it's I fuck with The only management that, that's on all three brands right now, or any of the three brands, uh, I shall say, is uh, William Regal. Yeah, and that's because, like, you, you kind of still look at NXT as, like, kids. So it's like someone's got to be around. Which I don't understand why, because NXT. Hey, well, NXT UK has a has a presence. Johnny. Johnny oh C. yeah, yeah, that guy, the old and, white man. And they have uh, his coal or his hair is with him, uh, so they make matches too. Uh, that's it's NXT UK was really about to take off. I, I know we're that's a segue, or no one saw that coming. Like me saying this, but like they had their Ireland takeover coming up, and like incorporating Finn into that and Finn was pulling up and we were supposed to get Finn versus Tyler Bate. I don't think we ever got that match. Um, nope. Surely did not. But like I feel like NXT UK is about to take off. Alright, what's your question? Um shit. I fuck no, I didn't forget. Someone asked in the uh the Discord chat, they were like, uh if WWE could produce a Lance a last dance style documentary like who would it be for? Oh, easy, Dwayne. Easily. Why The Rock? Who else do you want to know? I feel like we know about, about The Rock. Think, think. All right, let's 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 peel back. The Last Dance is twenty years, twenty year old footage that we've never seen. Of Michael Jordan's at the time last year in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming off the ring. Everyone knows this is last year. Everyone knows this guy is gone, and you're getting the access to that. And he is someone, Jordan, that outside of the highlights you don't get much access to, right? Mm-hmm. Who in the company? Do we really not have that much access to that we will want to that has a story like that, right? Like, because, like, 
it doesn't really work with Triple H. There was no. It was not that Triple H never really had anything else, right? There's three that come to mind for me, though. Who? There's three that come to mind for me. I'm not sure if I can say they got we got much access to. I mean, we had enough, but I don't think we had as much as they could have given us. The two that are not wrestling now and haven't wrestled since their last matches, Stone Cold and HBK. I take that back. HBK wrestled. He wrestled at fucking Saudi. So, you know what? Fuck that. Scratch that. I would take oh, Stone Cold. But... Well, you gotta, somebody, you, gotta also, you gotta also think of... Alright, keep going, keep going. I, my person that I would say for future, though, is Brock Lesnar. I'll say this. No, Brock is... That's, easy, that's, a, that's a fair game one. Uh... I think you gotta you gotta factor in a lot of things though. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the '96 Bulls, but we are mostly talking about Michael Jordan. So right. I, if we're really doing a last dance thing, first thing, it's not just one person that they do it on. Mm-hmm. So ideally, you could say. I mean, actually, since I have the network on, you could say the last dance would be some sort of like WWE's uh, Ruthless Aggression doc that they're doing, Mm -hmm. right? But you got to pick a group of stars. So, like, not who would they do the last dance on. I guess if the Bulls are about, if the last dance is about the 96 Bulls, but... Ideally, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Rowan, Phil Jackson, right? Was that four? That's four people. Who would? Who? What's your? Here's 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 a question. What's the era that you do a last dance on? And then who is in that? Who do you feature? Shit. So, like, ideally, what you could do. Say if you want to do Last Dance on the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. who's your four? Uh, Stone Cold, Taker, The Rock, and hmm, Man, that's a good one. Okay, cool. I don't have a fourth for that era. I don't. You said Austin. Rock, Taker, and you didn't. Have, that was your three, right? Yeah. What's your? Make this hard for you. Pick a year. You got to pick a year. I got to pick a year or a time of time frame. You want like late nineties to two thousand, like that ninety seven to two thousand run, or do you want like? Because if you're doing, yeah. Honestly, if I had to do anybody, it would nine times out of ten be Austin. Basically, because nobody really understood like what was going on with him at at this time, and he legitimately has not had another match since then. Whereas, so here's so here's what here's what you could do. Here's what you can do. I got you. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Oh, because, please enlighten me. Because I see what you're thinking, but. I will 
what you're thinking is what my answer is. So I would focus the last dance on that mid 2000s transition kind of where to ruthless aggression starts mm-hmm. so like give me rock austin a young brock and i guess triple h right mm-hmm. because overall rock is the biggest star Right, so Rock is right. your Jordan. Um, you throw Austin in there because Austin is kind of Pippin-ish. Austin's whoa, Pippin ish. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop whoaing and listen, okay? Whoa! When you look at the Last Dance, a lot of the things about Pippin are centered around them getting rid of Pippin, right? Right. You f- flip that. Austin is just leaving. So now you get your access to Austin as he's going through what is his last year. So now you can say we get access on how do they decide that this is Austin's last run? How does Austin decide, okay, The Rock is my last guy? Um, You throw in Triple H, who's just going to be there, right? He's the guy that's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm here. So you get his mindset. And then you factor in Brock because Brock is tied to Austin in a big part of why what of the decline, I guess, or like his last run because he didn't want to give up that L to Brock at the time. Brock also had an encounter with Rock, right? And Brock is at least at that time supposed to be as his moniker was the next big thing. I think you can do a last dance around those four and then include like the other characters the Cena's of the world and stuff but you can run it with that I see the vision I see the vision I mean it makes sense of course I'm you not, do of course I do look at this fucking asshole I'm not gonna go against it I mean they have quite a few guys that they can that they can do it on I mean I watch most uh, WWE documentaries anyway so, I think that whoever, if they ever decided to do something like this, um, you know, on The Rock or on Stone Cold or whoever the hell, I'd watch because their documentaries are very good. And typically, um, the superstars do give access in a way that they haven't before. I think the one person that I really just want, or the two people I really want to see are Taker and Brock because those are two notoriously private uh, superstars to where people don't have access to them. They don't do many public appearances. I mean, Taker has been doing more now in his old age because I guess he understands that his time is, you know, limited. What's up? Please enlighten me. Knowing the Taker that we know now, do you really want to know? Yeah, I want to know. Taker's my favorite superstar, bro. He's the reason I started watching wrestling. Yes, I understand the Taker is... You want to go to to the dark, dark side. I understand that he's all Blue Lives Matter and all this other shit. He's MAGA and... Okay, whatevs, bro. I understand that. I understand that. I get that. That man's political views and shit has no impact on me actually watching and being entertained. That man don't want your coon behind watching his he does not he does not he does not care about me as a black person i'm very clear on that but he is the reason that i started watching wrestling so fuck it i'm tapped the fuck in i'm tapped the fuck in 
regardless of what the fuck he does. <sighs> Can't believe you even brought that shit up, man. Man, wear one. He wore one little shirt, and now you just like. How do you not know? How do you not know Undertaker was you know one of those guys back in you know the mid two thousand. I mean, like, he's from Texas. Early two thousand. I don't. I don't expect much else. He's from Texas. I don't. Wow, I don't that's care. a of a generalization. I mean, it's Texas, bro. It's tech. We are shocked when they do anything that seems like it's a good human faith. I mean, they're literally we are shocked. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the South in general. People from the South are. Uh, I saw this on um, on. I meant to. Re- I never responded to Shaggy when he tweeted it to me. Uh, shout out Shaggy. Shout out to Shaggy, man. Shout out to old Shaggy. man Shag. Wow, that's intense. Wow. You like you like forty or something now. It's close wow. to it. That's intense. That is He might hear this and be mad because maybe he's not close to forty, but fuck it. He's wow. close to forty to me. Wow. Okay. Just gonna read off the question. All right, cool, great. Okay. So <laughs> WWE on Fox <laughs> tweeted. Uh who are your top five WWE superstars of all time? Uh, I wish they stopped spoke- asking this fucking question, bro. Yeah, it's one of those, oh, tweet it out and then tag two people. And I meant to do it. I meant to include your punk ass, but I never actually got my tweet out. Um, but who is your five? My five, if I go to the, I think it's in my drafts. Um, they had to wrestle for the company? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had they, yeah. It's what that's why they say WWE superstars. That's it's exactly why. Um, Bitch, anybody ask you to be all? You know what? So who's your, five, your who's your five? Who's your five? Brock Taker Triple H. That's three. Stone Cold. The Rock. Okay. Oh shit. Um, Damn, it was hard to leave John Cena all that motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie to you. Matter of fact, no, I lied. Take that back. Take that back. Take that. Jim back. Ross said something smart this week. Fuck Jim Ross. I know, but he said something smart. What about Cena being on the on the yeah. Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. I That's think I my... had to re- I had to revise. I'd say Brock Taker, Cena. Triple H and The Rock. Speaking of that, I happen to currently, uh, as my put on The Rock matches binge watching, currently watching um, a triple threat match between Brock, Rock, and Triple H. What a fun match. I don't even recall seeing this. Was that a global event? Some international things, so it should be good. Um, the five I had Rock, Austin, Cena, Sean, and Brock. Hey, man. So I have some thoughts on HBK. I have some fucking whoa, thoughts. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, whoa. What I have some thoughts. Have? You know what? I don't think I... HBK was as good as everybody liked to say he was. I don't. I don't. I don't care. 
I mean, he had some great matches, sure, but I don't know. I just wasn't vibing with him like everybody else was. Can I'm good end, on him. Can we end this episode? We sure can. If that's what, if that's what you like to end on, go ahead. I can't believe you just fucking said that. Why not? Uh, what's your problem? Because I don't what's really fuck with Because I'm not an HBK stand like everybody else. How are you not? The man is a genius in the ring. Made it a fucking super kick. That's it. A super kick, a kip up, a little elbow drop on the back half of his career. I'm sorry. The Undertaker walks on a rope, rolls his eyes back, and rode a motorcycle, and you were geeked up. Have you ever Have you ever walked on the fucking rope before? Yeah, nigga. It's called balance. All right, man. All right, man. I ain't seen nobody else doing it, especially at his size. Fuck you talking about. You ever did a line and went and did a put on an Iron Man match? No. You ever went and found God and came back and was still the GOAT? No. Got his shit beat in, too. Fuck the you talking man, about. The man is an icon, okay? He, yeah, he an icon, all right? He, he had one eye looking at the eye and the, the other eye looking at the con. The Cross-eyed-ass motherfucker. The, the entrance music, okay? This man gave his, us it, Oh, my God. His theme sucked. Sexy the boy stunk. He gave us DX. No, okay? he didn't give us DX, man. Okay? Triple H made okay. DX. Let's, no, no. There the is HBK, no. The HBK, there the HBK is, versus first all, Stump. First of all, there is no Triple H without HBK. So let's really get it. Don't don't get it twisted here. Okay. There's yeah. I, I got said number it. time. There bro. is I got number no. Time. There is no Triple H without Shawn Michaels. If if Shawn Michaels was not there, Triple H is just another guy, bro. He is just another man, guy because his other boys was gone. And he would have just been another guy, bro. He would have probably stayed in that stupid little French suit, with the stupid little French thing. Chill out on Hunter Hearst Helms, yeah. please. Okay. So first of all, you gonna respect if you want to chill out on Hunter. Understand that he ain't nothing without his man's. Okay. HBK threw one little dude through a barbershop, and everybody ain't, was just like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy." There ain't no Pippin without Jordan. There so is man. no Triple H without Sean. Fucking Michaels, okay. I mean, that's that's fine and dandy, but like, please tell me why should I be so hype about HBK? Please enlighten me. What what I need what is it about HBK that you don't like? You know what? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't like the fact that he won the first Hell in a Cell match. I don't like that. So basically, you just don't like HBK because you're a big Undertaker fan, Stan. Yeah, sounds about right. Then there's no point in talking to you. There is a point. There is a point. Just know. Didn't HBK get faded back to back meetings? Just know. Hate to see. Hate to see. You got one job. It's to have a coke and a smile. Shut the fuck up, okay? Nah, man. No, okay. no, no, no. At no. least Sean doesn't show up to Mania with one hip and put on stinker after stinker. All right, bitch. Stinker. You, you, okay? you wildin'. And you if wildin'. it wasn't, what's stink, what's stink, what's stink stinker? No, please, nah. Roman was his fucking stinker. That wasn't because of him. That wasn't because of him? Nah, he had a bad hip, You're but that wasn't because of him. That man has not. I'm had very a good, dead ass. He has not had a good WrestleMania match since CM Punk. He should have hey, lost. He should have lost to Bray. 
that shit was trash. Brock did him a favor. Imagine if he still had the streak. It would have been disgusting. Okay? Roman should have sent him to Earth. Yo. Should have sent him to Earth. Okay? The only reason, and the only reason that the Boneyard even mattered is because for, for the first time ever, someone got through to him and said, hey, man, so dead man shit that you've been running for 20, 30 years of people thinking you're dead and you're from Death Valley, which is really in fucking Arizona, right? Like, that's that's that. It's the only reason we cared about it, okay? It's the only reason, because he got to be fucking Mark and didn't have to fucking have to jet, jet black his hair and put on this whole thing and his whole persona. No, we got the fucking MAGA guy. It's the only reason we're still talking about it. You done? Because you out here wilding right now. You sitting up here telling these fucking lies. What about that Saudi match with Goldberg? How'd that go? Okay? Because fucking Goldberg stinks. You blame the table for that? Really? retired, you bum. Hey, Mark Calloway, if you're listening to this, don't come back, you heard? It's real ones only, all right? Unless hey, you're, you out yo, here. You are out your mind, dog. You blaming Taker for all these matches, and I'm just like, you sound like them niggas online. The only, the only other match at Mania that was fire outside of him versus Punk was him versus Cena because it was for 16 seconds. And it took five years of bad matches for him to get up for 16 seconds. Five years of bad matches? They were mid. You know what? You know what? You know what? Let's put your, your mid? Nah. Nah. nah, nah, we nah, do this nah you want to talk about resumes. I, you want to talk about resumes. Nah, let's I go. Agree. I got time. You want, you I got want fucking time. You Don't even worry truth? about it. You want the truth? Don't even worry about it. I think Undertaker's overrated. Says the guy that's over there talking about Shawn Michaels. All right, man. Fuck out of here, bro. The streak itself is overrated. How is the streak itself? Bro, we can... Yo, you you piss me off right now. Let's 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 go to the let's go to let's go to the stats, okay? You piss me off right now. Wrestling the first the when how long is the streak did not it took hold on all right his first opponent let's run through the list Jimmy Snooker Jimmy Snooker oh we should probably talk about Jimmy Snooker fuck Jimmy Snooker he's a clown Jimmy Snooker Jake the Snake Giant Gonzalez King Kong Bundy. Diesel, Psycho Sid, Kane, Bossman, Triple H, Ric Flair, A Train, and Big Show. Uh, Kane, yeah, a handicap match, fire. Rick, that involved fucking Nathan Jones. Shut the Shout fuck out Nathan up. Jones. It was supposed to be Kane, a tag team match. I remember that. Rick, Randy Orton, Mark Henry, Batista, Edge, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, CM Punk. Twenty-one matches, undefeated. We really speak on. Two? Two? I remember him versus Orton because Orton pulls off that RKO reversal and that's fire, right? And then CM Punk was fire. I don't remember any of these triple shits. And well, I remember the Triple H not, one in Miami. Well, because you're not a Taker fan, bro. I remember all these. I am a Taker with fan. The, with the exception of the one... Well, no. With the exception of the first three... Because I was like two when most of these shits happened, but I went back and watched them. So I mean, they were nothing to 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 rave home about. But I definitely remember the uh, the championship match versus Psycho Sid. I remember that. I remember the match versus Big Boss Man because he hung his ass at the end of the match. I remember the uh, WrestleMania um, 17 match against Triple H. 18 because he beat the hell out of Ric Flair. 
bloodied him the fuck up, made him booger red. Okay, the A Train and Big Show match. It was supposed to be a tag team match originally, but fucking uh, they ended up taking out Nathan Jones, and Nathan Jones came in, ran down, and saved the fucking day at the end of the match. I remember that. Um, the next year versus Kane, he wasn't supposed to come back, or no, I take that back. He was supposed to come back, but he ended up getting uh buried alive like a couple of months beforehand against uh Vince McMahon, and he scared the shit out of Kane because Kane fucking made uh Vince win that match. So I remember that. Randy Orton match was fire. Okay. That was legend killer uh Orton. The Henry match, uh pretty forgettable because it was a whack ass casket match. The Batista match, big flames. Like big flames. Go back and run that back. Please do that. Okay? Edge match, it was pretty good. Okay? And then he washed your boy HBK two straight manias. Had that man losing his mind. Ended up retiring HBK. Okay, let's not let's not forget that. Okay, then the next two he ended up getting the shit beat out of them against Triple H, where your boy HBK needed uh, to help Triple H. Still got the fade ran. Okay, and I remember the uh, the Punk match because one I went to the Raw before that Mania. <coughs> went to the Raw before that Mania, ended up seeing them live. I was like, holy shit, this is cool. This is fucking cool. I get to see fucking Undertaker. He got faded by CM Punk at that Raw. But I remember that match. Okay? So you out here talking this, that, and the third about, oh, Undertaker's overrated. Oh, the streak's overrated. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. How you can sit up here and say that Taker's streak is overrated and he's overrated. He has the greatest gimmick of all time. Like, for, for my listeners, for my listeners, I don't understand what this guy is saying. How he can sit up here and talk crazy about Undertaker. <laughs> Yo, like, what is wrong with you? Mind you, I don't even really feel this way. I'm honestly only this agitated because you're just an Undertaker stan who is disrespecting HBK, but it's only really because you're a big Undertaker stan. I mean, I don't make the rules, bro. I don't make the You don't gotta follow leader. them either. I thought you were a leader. I am a leader. That's why I'm I'm here on the forefront with this flag. Did Dr. Umar teach you, my brother? This is this is why he blocked you. No, he blocked me because he perceived something to be what it was not. Okay? He perceived something to be what it was not. It's not all my I'm fault saying that is, HBK is overrated, bro. All I'm saying is your no boy Mark. A lot of his success and a lot of what we remember him for got a lot to do with who he was with. Ayo, you really are just like on one today. I don't know if it's that rock tequila you over there drinking, but you on some bullshit right now. And it's really agitating me. It's because I'm a real one. And we quarantined the state 48. And I... I'm going through a lot. Fucking clown, man. You got anything else you want to talk about, man? Because I, I, I can't. Um, I'm having Chinese food right now for the first time since this quarantine. I'm really excited. Um, I wish they would open up the one around the corner for me. I want some General Tso's chicken or some shrimp fried rice really if, bad. If anyone is on this Animal Crossing, uh, get at your boy. If you got whatever you got, Send that. Um, 
I gotta figure out a, a a way to sign off and like end the pod. But uh, also like the social medias, you know, Douglas Christ, follow your boy. Um, and then of course I know she's not listening, but Kayla, hello, shout out to Kayla. Uh, Yo, Kayla Braxton, please give my dog a follow. He's gonna shout you out every single week. Until you give him one. Until you acknowledge him, he will shout you out. He really loves I, you. He's in love with you. That's uh that sounds creepy, we're not gonna do that. But Ain't nothing creepy about, you know, really really vibing with somebody, you know, really having a crush on somebody. It's great, it's great, but I know I know my limits. Uh Hey man, shoot or shoot. But not in the way that them other creeps was doing. Oh see, why'd you why are we bringing that back? Let's we're ending this on a good note of like you know the Undertaker is wash. Uh, okay, great. So that being said, do you have any last non-Mark Calloway related things to say? I don't have anything. I hope that everybody is being as safe as they possibly can be. I hope everybody's in good spirits and good good health, emotionally, physically, mentally. Um, if you need anything, per usual. Do not hesitate to hit me up. You know, you know, you know where you can. That's a lie. That's a lie because I told you seven hundred and nine dollars, and I have not received anything yet. Okay, I got a water bottle. That I don't know. Shout out to my new water bottle coming out. Shout out to I just bought shoes, bro. I I don't have seven hundred and nine dollars to give you, and I gotta pay rent. Yeah, I mean, I do too, but I'm not excited. Yeah, exactly, bro. Um, Maybe I'm yeah. gonna go get a scratch off and win. If I win some money, I got you. I think I'm gonna get a Theragun. A I what? The Theragun massage massage joint. The massage guns. Yeah. Why don't you just get a fucking girlfriend? It's quarantine. We can't do anything anyway. Social distancing. Oh, we have to protect our. We have to protect ourselves. What are you doing? What a clown, man. What is that gonna do? What you mean? What is that gonna do? A lot. What are they gonna do? Get coronavirus now? That's, that's basically what you're asking me to do. You want me to seek that and then... Of course not, not bro. Of course I don't want that. Maybe one, Maybe after there's a vaccine now. We can only hope so. Maybe but we'll see like this. that's it for us this week, folks. Um, really hope you guys enjoyed listening. This has been Coach and Doug for the Undisputed Hater Podcast. And until next week, be safe, be blessed. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And enjoy your week. And we out this bitch.